25. Rate and view us on iTunes and follow us on Instagram at Yellow Packaging 604. I have a drum. We're also on Spotify. Okay, enough. You're listening to Yellow Packaging by Jesslyn and Coltec. For two Asians born and raised in Vancouver, living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing, about something, and about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, and how that relates back to our place in the Western society. So sit back, listen up, and get a new view on what it's like. Get a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. To live in Vancouver. Hey, 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 hey. Hi. Hey, it's us again. It's Colton and Jessalyn. Mm, gang hey, fat choy. Gang hey, fat choy. This is episode 25. It sure is. Yes, and it's been quite a doozy. Yeah, for you. <laughs> Crazy day for you. Yeah. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. Let's just say that. I don't want to rehash the, the awful day that I've had, but let's just say that if there was a possibility that I could get bad news, it happened. Oh my, just tell us that one thing that happened that was kind of hilarious, but not hilarious. Hilarious, but not hilarious was my iPhone reset (laughs) overnight while Mm -hmm. I was asleep. And when your iPhone resets overnight, you have to re-enter your passcode. You can't use your Touch ID. And for some reason, my mind decided to um, Marie Kondo that (laughs) password out because it did not bring my mind joy. Mm -hmm. And I could not remember it for the sake of me. So the first few times that I entered it incorrectly, it was disabled for five minutes. Then it was disabled for 15 minutes because I entered it incorrectly again. Then it was 30 minutes. And then from 30 minutes, it got disabled to an hour. Oh my gosh. And then after an hour, it would even like disable anymore. It said I had to connect it to iTunes. So in other words, I had to actually wipe my phone and then reload it back from my last backup, which is in September. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I mean, whatever. It works now. So, you know, there's a silver lining right there. But kind of I, get a clean slate. Clean slate, yeah. yeah. So that's I've never that. heard of that ever happening to anyone. Like forgetting their passcode. Yeah, just yeah. like I've never heard of that. I know. Well, I definitely won't forget it now with the password I created, <laughs> thanks to you and your suggestion. You're welcome. I figured it might be that. I won't say it out loud in case our listeners is. Unless you want to say it out loud, and then you can go back to this episode no. when you forget. <laughs> Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I should know, but... You should tell all your secrets here, just in case. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because it's not available to the public at all. Well, nobody listens to this anyways. Yeah, three people. <laughs> but Hi, yeah. Mom. She doesn't listen <laughs> she to doesn't, it. Your mom doesn't even listen to it. She would yeah. have, like, a smartphone. She still has, like, a flip phone. There you go. I think that's what I need. Um, so, yeah, but that's just one of a string of poor mishaps for me. But, you know, the... You gotta, you gotta laugh. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I laughed. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's now, what, February 5th today. Yep. Today is actual Chinese New Year's Day. Sure so yesterday is. was the eve and today is the day. Um, so hopefully after today, you know, things go smoothly for me. You yeah, know, it's the more like a, a, new year. a cleansing. Totally. You know? It's not really great that I'm starting off the new year like this, but such is life. You're just getting all the bad shit out of the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. For paving way for an amazing 2019. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Does um, Chinese New Year Eve, is there like a big celebration like you would like regular? Yeah. So Eve? you celebrate New Year's Eve and New Year's Day for sure. But New Year's Eve is like, there's always like a reason to, it, 
I mean, at the end of the day, it's just getting together for dinner. Yeah. But you just eat certain things to kind of enter in the new year, so to speak. But I know that, like, I know <clears throat> for Chinese New Year's last, like, an entire week, essentially, right? So, and every day there's special things that you do. I don't know if I mentioned this on the blog, on, on, on the blog, on the podcast. But, like, today is a vegetarian day, so you don't eat meat today. But... Did it? Mm. Did you no one told me. <laughs> oh, so, you you know. also ate meat. So. That's a great way to start the new year. Um, and then you're not supposed to like wash your hair apparently uh, today. Yep. Okay. But and then like every day there's something that you eat or something that you do. So yeah, that's do all you I know. follow that? No, but I know like sometimes like my parents do. Okay. My aunt does like. Well, I, I think wish the I knew about these did. stuff because yeah. like I want to incorporate. It's all superstitious nice and stuff, but yeah. Traditions though. Yeah, but it's more like crazy superstitious traditions. Um, so yeah, so that's Chinese New Year's in a nutshell. Um, so we're gonna be doing being single dinner. and not oh, married and young that? means I get all the red pocket money. <gasps> that's right. Yeah, but if you're married, then it's like if you if you're married, then you have to give red pocket money to everybody younger than you, and then it's kind of like I don't really get it to be honest. It's free money at the end of the day, but yeah. it's kind of like weird at the same time. Like so, it's our first year giving out. Red envelopes. Yeah. That so that be. means it's going to stop for us then. This is also going to be the year, first year we don't get any. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Like, I don't know if, like, say... Or was it last year we didn't get any? The, the elders have to give you... They'll probably give it to Issa, though. Yeah. So I think that's how it works. I don't know. But and I take it from Issa. I guess we'll find out tomorrow, because tomorrow is a family dinner. Chinese New Year's family dinner tomorrow, so we'll be all together yeah. doing the Chinese New Year's dinner. Be collecting the money. Yeah, but I think one thing that I love about Chinese New Year's is the food that they make. Like yesterday, I went to a Chinese New Year's Eve dinner, and it was just like home cooked food, and so who home cooked it? Um, uh, my aunt Brenda. Mm. Yeah, so good. Just like I can't even. Ex- it's like a lot of like like braised pork belly with taro, and it's like this yeah. sweet kind of savory umami flavor it's so good and then they make like this um so i think i i think i mentioned last podcast but you eat certain things that signify certain like meanings like you know noodles mean long life and this and like if you eat like this type of vegetable it means like wealth or something like that so it's just a nice variety of things but anyways i eat so much and so much long life and so much long life and and prosperity yeah and it's definitely you know it's great eat any love (laughs) yeah no, I didn't give any love. No, <laughs> no, that's that's one hard thing. <laughs> no, and, and it's yeah, whatever. But yeah, what did you? What have you been up to? How are you doing? Um, yeah, doing pretty good. Um, any... you know, just mom life in it. Yeah, and just you know, being at the library and shit. Yeah, and I met, I made a friend. Oh yeah, at tell the tell us about your friend. So, well, she was she brought her daughter and her in laws to come play in the little play area yeah. at the library they have downstairs. Yeah, so the library is a bus. We get and, it. Uh, <laughs> and um, her daughter is 10 months old, and Issa's almost 11. Um, and then Issa just, like, gravitated towards them. I was, like, you know, being my antisocialist self, I was kind of, like, on my phone, yeah. kind of playing with Issa. Issa was doing her thing. Right. Um, and then they were, like, playing with Issa. So they were, like, hey, she's saying hi. You said that? You know, that yeah, Issa. like, as Issa was waving, she was yeah. saying hi. She was being, like, so friendly. Which in turn you got to be like friendly too. Yeah. And then um, friendly by association. Yeah, totally. Like you just just have to be nice. Yeah. So I'm I'm so nice. Right. Um, you are. You're just the nicest. Person I am. Ever. I really am. I don't want to always want to toot my own horn, <laughs> but I am pretty nice. 
Uh, so anyways, we just got to talking and then the librarian was like, hey, it's family story time if you want to come join us. I was yeah. like, okay. So uh, we both went and then after that we realized we have like so much in common. And then uh, we walked out together yeah. and I was like, yeah, I'll see you around. Um, I'm usually here like um, for baby time. And she's like, cool. Uh, I guess I'll see you around. I was like, okay, hey, bye. Uh, and I was like, oh, actually, I'm just going to go back in. I actually have to feed her right now. She's like, do you want me to watch your stroller? Yeah. And I was like, no, it's okay. Um, yeah. I'll just see you around. Bye. She's like, oh, maybe we can exchange numbers. And yeah. it didn't really, like, occur to me that we should be doing that. Also, right. it didn't occur to me to, like, offer maybe Instagram or something <laughs> instead. But we, it's been nice. Like, we've been texting here and there now. And it sounds like we live, like, kind of parallel lives. Where does she live downtown? She lives downtown. She's also giving red um, envelope. Oh, she's for the Asian. First time this year. Yeah, she's Asian. She's teaching her daughter about Chinese New Year. Oh, that's nice. She also co sleeps now. Like, she does, her child doesn't sleep in a bed, like her in her own crib, like Isa. Um, still nurses sleep. Like, we have, like, yeah. very much You're living parallel similar. lives. Exactly. It's, like, very Twilight Zony. Um So, yeah, it's kind of nice. And then we're going to go and do um, baby time, not baby time, uh, gym. That's sleep. amazing gymnasium stuff well look at that another perk of the library making <laughs> friends yeah thanks library yeah. it's so weird though it's like if i think about being like an adult making yeah. friends yeah it seems almost like a natural maybe for me because i'm like i'm very like antisocial in my in my own ways like okay. i'm friendly it takes right. me a really long time okay to warm up to right. people okay and like the people i'm most comfortable with is like obviously my family yeah and then like some other people, but it, it took me a really long time to like build those relationships. Right. So this is like kind of an awkward thing. Like I feel awkward. Well, progress. I guess so. It's like dating, but yeah, no I was sex. just gonna say that. No <laughs> sex, thank the Lord. <laughs> no, count me out. Um, but yeah, it's like the initial. Yeah. She messaged me first, and now I messaged her. Oh, she didn't message me today. She's like, oh, why isn't she responding? Yeah, like, oh, five like, minutes. cool, then. She was, I just saw her messaging, and yeah. now she stopped. <laughs> um, it's just, like, those kind of weird things. Yeah. At the same time, I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Like, we wouldn't be talking if we didn't have kids. Yeah, but do you want to be friends with her or no? Um, I'm going to see how it goes. It's always nice for Issa yeah. to have more people to play with. Yeah. Like, she doesn't have siblings and, like, her cousins live so far. Yeah, so it'd be so, nice to have, like, a little munchkin along with her. Yeah, and especially they're so close in age. Plus, they live downtown, too, mm-hmm. so they kind of understand sort of the, oh. the, like, city. Well, that's community. amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. Cool, and you want to, like, be friends with her. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, she seems nice. Yeah. I don't know, it's too early. I don't know her. <laughs> Clement's like, are you going to invite her to Issa's birthday? And I was like, no, she's a stranger. Yeah. I don't even invite, like, random people. Totally. No, she's not invited. No, you're not invited. Not Linda? Her. <laughs> her name is Linda. Is it? No, it's not. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> and scene. And scene. Um, That's awesome. Maybe, actually. Who knows? If we, like, you know, If you guys hit it off. Hit it off and totally. If they we'll call. see tomorrow. I'll keep you posted. Hopefully she doesn't hit it and quit it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hate to feel so used. Exactly. Hey, can you call me around 1.30? <laughs> yeah. And if it's not going well, I'll say there's an For emergency. Sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My house is on fire. <laughs> Linda, I gotta go. <laughs> Literally, that's how dating is. Is it? For sure. Gosh, it sounds so awkward. Like, I already feel so awkward. It's kind of weird, but, you know, you're just feeling it out. You're still, like, polite and stuff, and you don't really see each other's true colors until, like, later. So just enjoy the the honeymoon phase of friendship. (laughs) 
It's so weird. I know yeah. we talk about dating a lot. Yeah. Um, and I was just thinking about like being single, like a, another yeah. mom friend of mine. Uh-huh. Like, what would we be doing? Like, what would we be doing right now? She'd be like, "Well, we'd be at work." I'm yeah. Like, okay. And then what happens after work? Yeah. It's like, are you always like on the prowl? Like, you're always looking around. Like, it's is that even, guy cute? Is that guy? I think cute? you're always looking around. Like, I think you notice people more when you're. At least for me, being single, I do notice people yeah. more. I'm just like, oh. But then it's for me, it's like, are they single? Are they gay? And are they looking at me? Or are they looking at somebody else? You know, so like <laughs> I talked about this in the previous podcast, but it's, it's just like this constant like, you're looking, but you're not looking. But then I realize, what if, even when I am looking, it's like nothing's gonna happen unless like somebody approaches somebody, and, and then it's like nobody's really willing to take the risk so to speak so could i challenge you then like once a week yeah you talk to a stranger oh man i think that's really once a month once a month maybe maybe yeah we'll see no that just commit today <laughs> on chinese new year in front of the drum uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> the sacred drum. I can, once a month maybe once once a quarter what? That's four times a year then yeah. you're willing to talk hey, to somebody. Hey, can you do that? Oh, I did. I made a friend. Yeah, she approached you, though. Um, <laughs> Issa approached them. Yeah. So, in extension, yeah. okay, then you, okay. Issa did it. We can do it, but you got to be my wing girl, then. Oh, wait, okay. <laughs> you got to wait. They might fall him. in love with me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I can't then help we'll you know in that he, department. Then we'll know he's straight. Okay, fine. How did you even become a wing woman these days? <laughs> I don't know, but you can be my wing woman. Okay, done. Okay, so... Um, when you're talking about meeting this new friend, right? Yeah. And you exchange numbers and stuff. It kind yeah. of brought back to the situation that I faced. I don't think she listens to this podcast, but I ran into somebody who I used to be friends with. Yeah. I was friends with her sister and therefore I was friends with her. Okay. And I th- had a falling out with her sister and therefore I had a falling out with her. So we haven't talked in a long time. We rent occasionally, like randomly. And okay. Is this she, like a decade you haven't the, spoken uh, to Probably other? like more, eight, yeah, maybe eight, ten years. Okay. Maybe a little less than 10 years. Anyway, so a couple months back, we ran into each other and and she called my name and then we started talking, yada, 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 just yeah. catching up. And then, and then like, it was like a quick, like small talk, like that kind of shit. Yeah. And then like, and then at the end of it, she was, she was like, oh, like, let's go for coffee. Let's catch up and stuff. Yeah. And then she's like, I was like, oh yeah. But you know, it's like, you don't, it's like, you don't want to. yeah, it's like we like, listen, like, I don't really want to be your friend. I don't. It's not. I don't want to be your friend. It's just like I don't really want to like. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like you're good. You know, like I don't. Let's keep it like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't need to be your bestie, and I don't really need to like hang out with you like all the time. Not all the time, but just like. You just want to hang out. Yeah, it's I don't okay. want to. Is that okay? Is that's I feel totally weird for okay. saying like I don't want to hang out, but I don't. I'm not saying I don't like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like I just don't want to hang out. Like I don't. I think I have enough. I have a good amount of friends, and I just I don't really want to. Uh, use up any more of my time resources. Yeah, your time is valuable. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? I get it. I don't, I'm not trying to sound snobby, you know, it's yeah. like, I'd rather spend my time with people. It I does come off with. snobby, though, but yeah. you're just like already setting boundaries. I yeah. only have X amount of time yeah. and we had a good thing going and right now we're all right. Yeah, and I wasn't like besties with her before either. Yeah. It's just like when I had a following with her sister, I had a, it's like, listen, I'm cutting her out and therefore I cut you out. Yeah. Regardless, I'm, I'm not really looking to be like, I'm not really looking for a new friend. Yeah. Anyways, the, sh- the shop's closed. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, sure. So then we like exchanged numbers and then I was like, okay, great. And then she's like, oh, why don't you text me to make sure? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yeah, sure. So I texted her 
And then, like, maybe two weeks later, she's me- she messaged me. She's like, oh, hey, you know, it was really good running into you. Mm-hmm. Would love to know if you're free, like, this week or next week to get together for dinner. And oh, I didn't no. respond. Oh, you ghosted. Is <laughs> that the right day? Is that right I guess right? so. But I don't know if I really, yeah. I wasn't, like, texting her before. That's the thing. We never texted. We never talked to each other. So, anyways, I just, it just. How long you, has it been now? It's been, like, a month. Oh, oh no, no, two months. Right. No, no, no. Month, a month, a month. It goes without saying. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's clearly yeah. much. But I'm just like I, I get. Okay, I know that I'm a shitty person for doing that. But okay, I think in today's climate, yeah, that happens all the time, right. doesn't it? Right. Like well, okay, so what? I guess what I want to know is what would you do in my situation? I've accepted numbers. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, but then when they text, okay, I've accepted numbers too, but those okay. mean I. The thing is, she followed through yeah, on she that. She followed through. Sometimes everyone has an understanding. That's kind of like, you know how to exit a conversation where you're like, yeah. hey, yeah, let's meet up to tell this ass, chain number. And they're like, hey, bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then both parties know. Yeah. I'm not going to use this number. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to delete this Totally. Number. But I've never had anyone follow through. Okay, so she, somebody followed through. I, you, would you do what I did? I guess I'm kind of looking for validation and also you like. Are, I think I would. You know what? I think it's, I've been kind of similar situation where you make plans, postpone, make plans again, be like, sorry, Issa's got a runny nose, and you keep postponing. Okay, so, but you've never not responded when somebody's like... I haven't, like, straight up just... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I am notorious for doing that sometimes. Part Maybe of it she is knows like, that about you already. She doesn't. Okay. Because she doesn't know me on that level. Okay. And I've changed a lot since then. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, Sounds I just like want you're I just want to bring person. that. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I'm uh, fine. If that makes me a shitty person, then I'm a shitty person. Wait, I say too. I think it, there's an understanding too. You know what I mean? Like, like no new. Like like silence is, says yes, enough, right? Silence says life. Like I think would be worse to be like, hey, I exchanged numbers with you, but I didn't expect you to message me. I don't want to go for dinner with yeah, you. Yeah, I know. So please don't message me back. I'll say hi to you when you're bumping sh- each other. <laughs> but these are the rules right no, now. No, okay, bye. I don't know. I, I'm trying to like. I don't know. It's too late now to say something because it's been so long. Are you say, oh, I thought I sent this message. <laughs> I don't. That doesn't work. That anymore. doesn't work. Because that means I would have to have go to, gone to her number and looked it up and then been like, oh, I thought I sent this, but clearly didn't send through. Yeah. One Anyways, month ago. I just feel like texting can overcomplicate things at the same time as give people an excuse to be to be shitty. And I I understand that I was shitty. I take ownership of that, but at the same time. I never said I wanted to hang out with you. You just accepted her number. So that silence of accepting your number, she took as like, hey, he wants to hang out with me. But I can't say no. And then she'll know right away. Yeah. She's like, oh, know. let's exchange number. And you're like, now. Anyways. They, uh, I just kind of, I, yeah. I said it because I was like, I feel like in today, this is a very relevant topic. Yeah. And how people, I, I kind of want to like have our listeners kind of think about that and how they would respond and what the best way to respond is. You know, I guess I could have responded when she said, but it's like, I would just be lying to her and being like, oh no, I'm busy or no, I'm going away somewhere or no, I'm sick. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't, I... you know what? You made the best decision you knew how to do make at that moment. Yeah, I guess. But So if she messaged you, would you have responded? What would you say? That's what I'm asking. What? Oh, what do you mean? You, so you received the text message from this person that you don't even want to hang out with and they're asking you to hang out. Yeah. 
like next week? What would you say? What would I you would do? I would hang out with them. The you other would? thing with this person is um, we have like a mutual friend. I'm not talking about. Oh wait, the person I'm telling you about. Oh, got it. But yeah. you, you, but you postponed and you postponed and you postponed. postponed. Yeah. And then one time she postponed. So. Ugh. Okay. Anyways, listeners, think about it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, why would you want to hang out with somebody? Like, would you want to hang out with someone that didn't want to hang out with you? No. There you go. So, so you just did her a favor. You're a good person, actually. No, you I know. No, back sorry. Around. Anyways, I'm, like I said, I, I think I'm seeking validation, and I just, I don't know what the best way, how the, how the best way to respond is besides being honest. Anyways, that's, that's just a topic that I want to bring up. <laughs> well, you are being honest. I was being honest, but. And you're being honest in your silence. But silence is sometimes. People don't, I don't know. That could be taken the really wrong way, too, so. Anyways, that's kind of... Oh, you're a shitty person. (laughs) I'm a shitty person. I'm sorry, people. I guess that's why nobody wants to be with me. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's okay. (laughs) So, um, that leads into what I was going to talk about. About shitty people? No, it's about being single. Okay, let's hear it. Um, Because did you know that Vancouver is ranked number 29 on the list of best cities for romance? Is that so? Because let me tell you, (laughs) it's not, it's not number 29 for me on my list. (laughs) Maybe you have to go through 29 ducklings to get that swan. Is that the saying? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's ugly ducklings really, to get yeah. to. Isn't it frogs? Oh yeah, frogs. To get to the prince <laughs> at the kiss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so that, that's the enough. one. There's no because the ugly duckling turns into a swan. So, <laughs> but the, the you have to kiss twenty nine frogs to find the prince. Yeah, it's very complicated. <laughs> so you got to decide if you want a prince or a swan. Yeah. All right, clear, got it. Go on. There's, uh, it was this Berlin company. It's a dating or dating company. Okay. And they came out with a list of a hundred cities that you could fall in love with. Yeah. And then Canada or Canada, um, Canada had three cities on it. Mm-hmm. And then um, Vancouver was twenty ninth. Okay. Uh, but according to this study, just under half of Vancouver's population is unattached. Look at that! <laughs> the world is your oyster. <laughs> When broken down, um, this is kind of a strange age group, but 82.6%, 15 to 29 are single. That's like such oh, no. a huge gap. 15 to 29%? No. So age 82.6% of those are aged tw- 15 to 29. Oh, man. I'm above <laughs> the average now. Oh, my God. I'm a lost cause. are those 30 to 49 Ten percent are third. Yeah, damn, that's your group. I didn't realize how how that's quite the drastic to, drop to set, and then seven point three four percent are over fifty. So you said fifteen to twenty nine are single. Yeah, guess I gotta go for those fifteen year olds. Last podcast we're talking about like, yes, yeah. the age difference. What a great segue yeah. into this one. <laughs> uh, but the divorce marriage ratio comes in at thirteen point five percent. So. Well, so technically my, 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 uh, amount of frogs is only 10% of the population in Vancouver. Well, if you want an older gent, 30 to 49 year old gent. Well, I'm 33, so. So, yeah. Well, I'll be 33, but yeah. But you also got age 50 and up. Sugar daddies. (laughs) I could be the next Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah. (laughs) Looking forward to it. So, I hope that uh, offers you some hope <laughs> in the dating department. 
it's so funny that like that like how, like where is this data coming from? I think it's like analytics. And is it like representative sites. of of like the entire population of Vancouver? Clearly not. Maybe it's like the greater Vancouver area. It's more like 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 a, a net of people, like a cast of people, essentially. It can't. Maybe just, maybe they just took a little snippet. And they say that's like the like that's representative of yeah. Vancouver. Possibly, it doesn't go further into that. Yeah. All right, so I gotta either look for somebody below thirty or somebody above fifty, <laughs> because at my age, everybody's taken. Yeah, so I think you should up the ante and talk to a stranger or someone new um, once a week. So, what are some great ways to approach a stranger? Oh, nice shoes. What if they have ugly shoes? Okay, pick something nice they have. Like. Okay, so there was this. There's this guy at work, right? Okay. And I was like, "Oh, he's actually pretty good looking." I was like, "I think he's gay, but I don't know for sure." Because I there's there's been how many guys? There's two guys at no no it's not two guys at work. I I talked. I asked one guy at work if he was gay, who I thought was gay, but yes. he's actually straight. Yeah, he's confused. And there's another guy that I I I, I kind of met sort of, and I approached. Yeah. And he wasn't gay either. So. Did you like, think he was gay? I thought he was gay too. But I have terrible gaydar. Either that, my friend's like, you're just attracted to straight men. But I don't think that's the case because I've dated gay guys. Like, like dated I don't gay know, guy. I don't even know what that means. Guy. I don't even know what that means. So like, I'm attracted to straight guys. You know what I mean? I think like the boy next door type is like something that I'm attracted to. Yes. But anyways, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm straying from my story. There's a guy at work that like, looks almost identical to Edward Norton but like a, like a mm. short like a short version of Edward Norton I'm like I don't a younger what, Edward Norton yeah, younger than Edward mm. Norton so I was like oh maybe I could use that as like a way to approach him like but I don't know would somebody want to know is that a great way to approach me like hey I don't know if anybody told you this but you look a lot like Edward Norton and I think Edward Norton's pretty good looking. He is a good looking guy. When, yeah. when Edward Norton, not Primal Fear. No one wants to be compared no. to Primal Fear Edward Norton. Not like not like American History X Edward Norton, but like um Moonrise Kingdom Edward Norton. Oh, so a little bit older. Yeah. But he's not older. But yeah. So I thought maybe that could I could use that as a way to approach him and tell him that. Yeah, tell me what, what happens. Yeah. If someone said, Hey, you look like Jennifer Jennifer Lopez. You're like, hey, <laughs> call me. I have a kid, but it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> Has anybody ever told you you look like Lilo from Lilo and Stitch? Dead. This podcast is over. Smash. I hate you. How about Dora the Explorer? <laughs> yes. Hola. Someone has said that. How dare you? That's rude. And her face is so wide. <laughs> but in a cute baby cartoon way. Anyways. Anywho. So maybe I'll use that as a way to approach this person. Yeah. Tell me what happens. We'd all like to know. Yeah. But you don't think that's, that's offensive, right? Because some people get offended by like, oh, you look like. Like the celebrity, and they're like, "Oh, really?" Like, you- if it's someone they wouldn't like, like one time, I forget who it was, but they approached <laughs> someone I knew and said, "You look like Tobias yeah, from Arrested <laughs> Development," and he's like, "What?" <laughs> like, insulted. That that is insulting, though. I'm, well, yeah, he's pretty ugly. He's what not I- ugly. <laughs> he's like cute. What if somebody was like, 
hey, I don't know if you told you this, but you look like Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no one's like yeah. thinking they want right? to it's look not, like Edward Norton's a good-looking guy. So, anyways, yeah. maybe I'll use that next time I see him. And the opportunity is right where we're not just like randomly. It's You're like at the coffee machine. Hey, yeah, like whoa, a, a coffee is machine. Is this thing. Edward Norton? Yeah. But what's another way to approach somebody or ask somebody something? Um. Because there's another guy. I don't know if he's straight or not. Okay. But I know he knows one of my coworkers, and he plays soccer with him. Okay. Does he wear his soccer clothes? No. Okay. So then you can't even mention soccer. I'll have to think about this. Do any of them read books? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I can't be like, hey, do you read books? <laughs> no, because if like, they're come reading on. a book. No, they're not. Okay. <laughs> We're at work. We're not at the library, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only two places I know right now. <laughs> Home in the library. Yeah, literally. Um, how about, like, if they're drinking something, you just say, what, what are you drinking? <laughs> You're awful at this. I'm, that's it. I'm I mean, over this. You're the worst. You're telling me to do something, and I'm asking you for help, and you're giving me the worst advice ever. That'd be so Hey, uh, what book are you reading? It's a laptop. Right. Hey, what are you drinking? It's clear. It's water. Well, don't be stupid. <laughs> these are the things that you would tell Yeah, but me I was imagining him holding, like, a juice or something. <laughs> like a smoothie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay you saw him with water i'd be like i know what the fuck water looks like it's like yeah water i like water too Gotta stay hydrated yeah, so uh you gay or what <laughs> do gay guys like water too you're drinking it yeah exactly yeah I'm, uh, let me think i got better ones I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. i can't wait to read them is there a work party thing you guys are going to could you ask him if he's going no there's no work parties coming up <laughs> okay i think what'll but I'll, I think, yeah. I'll be like, oh, you know, the guy's name is Steven. I was like, yeah. oh, you know Steven, you guys play soccer together? Where do you play soccer? I don't play soccer, though, so I can't be like, I don't know. Nice high kick. Yeah. I saw you playing soccer. You got you got a nice punt. <laughs> is that what you do? No, that's football, isn't it? I don't know. Irregardless. Go sports. Um, yeah, so, fine. I will I will do my, maybe once every two months. I, that's too hard. <laughs> Okay, That's fine. way too hard. Okay. I just Googled how to approach a stranger without being a creep. I'm going to send you the link and maybe you do what it tells you to do. Okay. Got it. Okay. Thank you for the advice. I look forward to reading the, that opinion column. Here's some. Um, here, I'll just give you th- three tips right okay, now. Okay. Keep a drink in your hand, even if it's just water. Listen carefully while casually strolling through groups. Walk slowly to get a gauge of what's being discussed. Okay. All right. So if you want, okay, cool. To be lurking around. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna lurk the... around his desk. I don't know if you know this, but dude. it's like an open concept area, and that area that he works in, I don't work in at all. So. Oh, that's weird then. But I'll figure something out. But, kind of branching off your topic about talking to guys and dating and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you watched the CBC show called Kim's Convenience. I saw the first episode. Kim's Convenience is a CBC Canadian sitcom TV show about a Korean family and their convenience store and just uh, stuff that ensues. I don't really watch it, but that's the gist of it. Yeah. Anyways, there's an actor on there whose name is um, Simu Liu, S-I-M-U space L-I-U. And he was on this, um, it's sort of like The View, but the Canadian version called The Social. And he was on there talking to the ladies, you know. Oh, and it's like a round table. Yeah, round table kind of thing, you know. Um, And 
he brought up uh being an Asian and his Instagram is very like selfie focused, like like kind of like showing off his his sexual prowess, so to speak. He's always shirtless and he right. works out a lot, mm-hmm. and so he's really proud of his body and all that stuff. Anyways, um he went on the social and was talking and he wanted to offer his experience on um sexual st- blah his experience on sexual stereotypes for Asian men. Um he shared in a tweet uh after 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 being on the the social he tweeted the studio audience literally laughed when I wanted to offer my experiences as an Asian guy. The topic of conversation was stereotypes in the bedroom. I called them out, and the wonderful ladies on social CTV supported me because it's 2019. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so to give more context in regards to what happened, um, they got onto sexual stereotypes in Asian men, and Simu Lu began saying, I got to cut... I, he's like... He, so he was, they were talking, and he cut in, and he was like... I got to cut in here as an Asian man, as an Asian man, but some of these stereotypes and before he can even finish the sentence, the entire crowd laughed and interrupted him because I guess the audience just automatically assumed that an Asian man talking about sexual stereotypes is hilarious when it really isn't. Right. So he was clearly like annoyed by that. Like, listen, like being an Asian man, I have just as much of an opinion on sexual stereotypes as any other man. Yeah. And it's not like Asian sexual stereotypes shouldn't be funny. It's a, it's like a thing that's really damaging to Asian reputations. So he immediately shot back and responded, see, but even the fact that there's laughter now, some of these stereotypes are absolutely and totally untrue when he's talking about the sexual stereotypes and going over them. Imagine being a kid growing up and first of all, having none of the girls wanting to date you and hearing more than anything that people are just not into Asian guys. Um, he blames the media for this, talking about how, like, as we mentioned before in previous podcasts, that Asian men are constantly viewed in this kind of dorky, yeah. unsexual way, you know? Accents, um, sidekick characters, that kind of thing. Um, so Lou on that uh, TV show, Kim's Convenience, he plays the character of Jung, and he challenges the stereotypes that he mentions as um, he's, he, comes, he, he portrays an attractive man that many women find attractive. So, yeah. Um, That's harsh, man. It's very harsh, but I think it's it's kind of validating to see that even a celebrity of that, like, not, like, such grand stature, but somebody like him, who is quite, like, an attractive person, also suffers from the sexual stereotypes that the media has portrayed about Asian men. Yeah. Um, so then the, mar- the host of The Social, Marcy Lin, responded to Lou's comment and asked, is that why your Instagram looks the way it does? And then he just says, honestly, whenever I get mad at the state of the world, I just take my shirt off and post about it. That's why there's so many. Um, well, he's mad a lot then, because I'm looking at his Instagram. Yeah. It's a lot of shirtless pictures. Totally. So another host of that show said that the images, that like the image of the Asian man is definitely starting to change now because of, you know, a different perspective on, on Asians portrayed in media. And obviously crazy rich Asians did that. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, I thought it was a really, like I said, validating and great way to kind of spark some some new ways of thinking about what Asian stereotypes are and how they're more damaging and how we really need to start shifting the focus on what that Asian stereotype is, or even abolish it for that matter. But, you know, he's he's a handsome man. Mm-hmm. He has a nice body. He does. So why can't we celebrate it? And why is it funny when we talk about sexual stereotypes that Asian men have, you know? 
Yeah, I it's, don't know. I, the thing is, 2019, I thought some part of us yeah, was like kind of over it. Totally. I think it definitely is a slow progress for sure. I mean, I just think it's really... I think with Asian stereotypes, it's one extreme or the other. Like, one extreme is like, they're dorky, they're... They're comedic characters. They have accents. They're just yeah. not sexual or attractive in any way. And then you go to the other end where, like, they're super fetishized. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like this yellow fever thing, you know? Like, why can't it be met in the middle? And I think, like like I said, with things like Crazy Rich Asians and, like, this 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 actor Simu Liu on Kim's Convenience where they're trying to really create that new image of what Asian attractiveness is. And I think this is only the beginning of something that could be better you know i mean the guy from uh, what's it called the uh, walking dead yeah right steven yoon like he's really good looking he's a nice body too like i would tap that for mm-hmm. sure so i think it's great but it's definitely in the early stages yeah so yeah this is like that's stepping stone for sure and it's going into yeah and it's not just like men it's like women get it on the other spectrum where they're just like fetishized and like you know what i mean yeah appropriated um being gay in Asian, like I mentioned many times on my podcast, you're you're blatantly told that you're not unattractive or that you're not somebody that somebody's looking for because of your skin color. Yeah. So it's just like I think we're in the beginnings of something different. I know I'm not saying that I want like every every guy to like think that I'm attractive. That's not the point. The point is that I don't want you to look at me as either a sexual object or like this Jackie Chan kung fu fighting, <laughs> yeah. you know, dorky. You can only fit into yeah, those two. Boxes. Long duck dong kind of guy. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of what I want to bring out there and that's give nice. a shout out to Simulu for trying to change the Asian stereotype and yeah, making Asian people more attractive. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what I had to discuss in regards to. I mean, I always affairs. like put borders. I always think it's such an American thing where like you know incels you yeah. hear about that a lot yeah, and then yeah. when they see like a blonde hair blue-eyed girl with an asian yeah guy they're quick to be like a, attack his like sexuality yeah, yeah, yeah totally his penis size yeah it's just like the shit. thing i never think about it in canada yeah i think like we're way more polite. well because you i think you see it more here right like there's more like interracial um relationships there yeah. is more asians you know the the asian to caucasian ratio is definitely like the same, if not more. Yeah. Um, but I think if, you, right. if you go into like more areas that aren't where there, where it isn't so common to see Asians, you notice it like a lot. You stand out a lot more, essentially. Right? Okay. So then, yeah, I guess I'm conditioned in that way. Yeah, for sure. And like, it doesn't. Bother, I don't. I don't really notice that thing either anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you shared that. Yeah. I didn't even really remember him in that one episode. In Kim's convenience, I know he worked at a car rental place. Yeah, that's as far as I remember, and I don't even remember feeling anything. Got Is it. he hot? Is he? Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. Um, I have one more topic to bring up. If, yeah, if you don't have if you don't have anything else to no, do. No, I was just gonna go through our our list after. Okay, so the other one that I brought up was I was on YouTube the other night, just like you know, wasting time in the YouTube hole, and I just just stumbled across this video that YouTube recommended called Why I Hate Living in Vancouver. Oh, sounds like you wrote it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I love living in Vancouver. I know you do. The singleness. I'm just kidding. You love it. I love it here too. I'd never leave. You love the library. (laughs) Um, That's what I said. I love Vancouver. Public library. I'll never leave. Anyways, if you ever have an opportunity to check it out, 
the YouTube video is literally called um, Why I Hate Living in Vancouver. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's an Asian man. He's a Vietnamese immigrant. How did you find this? It just popped up on my YouTube. Oh, just interesting. Up. Anyway, so he goes on, like, I think it was like a 10-minute just, like, personal monologue about the issues with Vancouver. And let's talk about them. Let's dissect each one of them. Okay, there's three topics. All okay. right. So the first one is cliquey. Okay. So the, yeah. this, his his issue on cliquey was that a lot of people in Vancouver grew up, were either born and raised in Vancouver or grew up in Vancouver or they, like, spent a long time living in Vancouver. And from that, they developed social circles. And these social circles are the only people that they hang out with. So we interviewed a couple people and they were like, yeah, like Vancouver is very cliquey. Like the people that they hang out with are people that they've known since they were kids and they hang out with and they've gone to school with and all that stuff. And it's hard to break into those social circles because everybody has their own cliques. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and that's kind of the definition of why Vancouver is so cliquey is that everybody has these longtime social circles that they've established and they're not really willing to like yeah, open, let, up, open up, open up the circle, yeah. let new people in. How do you feel about that? Do I you think agree? It's true. Yeah. Um, not for me, but I've I've seen it. Um, an example is um, Coleman. Yeah, he's grown up with the same guys. He's yeah. gone to school. Some of them even elementary school. Yeah, um, and he'll be the first to admit it too. It's like he doesn't branch out to make new friends. Yeah, he's like totally content yeah. with the friends he has. Yeah, he's comfortable. I right. get it. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Like his newest friend, he also went to high school with. Right. So it's like there was like a, some kind of foundational. Yeah. Um, I guess like a bond that's bond, already yeah. right been built. Right. So. Do you I, feel like you're like that too, though? Do you feel like? No, I'm not. I guess not. Cause like you just that. made a friend at the library. Yeah, in that, a sense. I'm just so nice. Yeah. Didn't we say that <laughs> yes, too? Yes, we just said that. So nice. Like yeah. I do have friendships I've had for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like. I think also, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think I am and I'm not. Like, I'm open to meeting new people, but at the same time, I'm not really willing to... I think I'm I'm more selectively. Yeah. Does that make sense? So does that make me... I'm, I'm not saying I have cliques, so that's the thing. I know I, I will I will say that I do not like to mix my social circles. Yeah, I have a hard got time. a crew. That's yeah. your crew. Like, I have crews for... Like, I have, yeah. like, a work crew. I have, like, my family crew. I got, like, a friend crew. You know, yeah. but I don't really mix them. I mix them like a few times, and they're okay. Like I've introduced you to like, like my friend Georgina, right? Oh yeah, Hi, and you Georgina. guys, you guys hit off really well. And yeah. I was still thinking the other day, like we should all hang out again because that was fun. We all enjoyed it. We had a lot to drink, but you know, mm-hmm. it was a good time, right? Yeah. But then it's. I feel like it's more stress inducing for me to to make social circles because I'm just constantly wondering if everybody's going to get along. I've had instances where I've mixed two two social circles together. And they didn't get along. They, they got along civilly, but at the end of it, they're like, I don't like that person. Oh, okay. And then I feel like I need to be the mediator to be like, okay, let's let's try and fix this kind of situation. But I realized it's like, I they don't, don't need, need to do that. Yeah. yeah. But so it's like, in that sense of being clicky, I don't like to mix my social circles. But they're not asking really either to like hang out with my friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I guess like the story that I just told about meeting that, that, that girl, you know, and me not responding to her and ghosting to her. Does that make me clicky in that sense? I don't know. No. I, I met new friends through work. Yeah. So I'm open to meeting new people as long as I know that we'll vibe together. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think it has to do with comfort too. Yeah, for sure. 
it's like so, the fami- creature comforts, right? Yeah. Like the the feeling of familiarity is really. It's I'm not easy. going out trying um, to look yeah. and make friends. Yeah. Let's just be clear here yeah. with that. And then if it does happen, I'm open to it. And yeah. I and if we do hit it off, I'm yeah. open to hanging out. Totally. Um. And if I want to introduce her to other people in yeah. the group, yeah. If it seems actually, I don't know either. I think I'm with you where there's like boundaries, totally. certain type of people that fit there. And yeah, care. it's like you have yourself, and and I don't know. It's not like you purposely keep them separate. It's just like there's there's a I can't explain it's it. It's clicky. People do that. You're, that's a click. That's your crew. Yeah. And then this is your other crew. Yeah. And those crews don't need to be one giant crew. Yeah, and they all like satisfy like different yeah. things. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know how to explain it, but... You're not... You're a realist. Yeah. Like, you're not going to find everything you need in your one crew. No. Yeah, so... But as somebody... Like, I'm not looking for new friends, right? But as somebody who is looking for new friends, it, it the onus is on them to reach out, right? Yeah. Like, I always think if somebody wants to be... Let me rewind. If somebody... Actually, no. I'm, I'm digging myself a hole because I'd be like, like, if, if somebody... If I want to hang out with you, you ask me and then I don't want to hang out with you, I'm not going to respond. <laughs> yeah. So... So you just did your part. Yeah. But... To, you, know, you just answered your own Yeah, I did that's right. So, that's right so. what's the second topic? Okay, let's, moving on. on to the second topic as a public transportation. So he said, well, the public transportation is great. The, the social etiquette and the people sometimes on the public transportation aren't the best. So he goes on to tell about how he was sitting down and a guy sat down right beside him and he just like spread his legs and like just took up all this space yeah. when clearly there were seats everywhere else and he didn't even do anything. He just had like this fuck you kind of attitude. So he, he said like the social etiquette of the public transportation is awful. And then he, sh- he shared another video where like uh, like a, a mental like ill guy was like just melting everybody off so he says sometimes it's not the safest to be on public transportation what do you think about that i think all of that is true yeah for one thing my friend when she was leaving the library to go back home yeah she was on a bus and someone was assaulted on the bus yeah and so they had to stop the bus the cops came and everything yeah and then they someone took a photo of it on their phone for sure it was yeah a woman was assaulted on the bus. That's just fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah. And I'm like, is that a normal thing on all public transportations? Or is just no, this is number 20. That's a scary fucking bus. <laughs> is it? Yes. What is the number 20? Number 20 is living downtown, and I think it's called Victoria. And, and it, it goes, goes up, yeah, Hastings, and it goes Skid up Row. to um, Victoria. So one unique thing about Vancouver that our listeners who aren't familiar with Vancouver, we have a homeless and drug problem in, in the downtown area. Yeah. But the issue with our homeless and drug problem, drug addicted people is that they're all concentrated on this one like centralized area where it's just all like four blocks. drug addicted people, mentally, mentally ill people, drug dealers just in one section. And from what I've heard, that's a very unique thing to Vancouver. So this bus that Jessalyn's talking about goes through that area yeah. and it makes stops in that area. Yes. So yes. Good. I'm I paint a picture. Yeah. So I, I do agree that the public transportation is definitely. Um, I just not ride the it around here, yeah. so I, I feel safe. Yeah, I drive it to totally. get it to like go through Quick Kids For sure. to Carisdale. It's yeah. pretty nice. Totally, I think partially it's because a lot of the people that are like 
homeless or don't have money or are drug addicted, like that's their only mode of transportation. Yeah. Whereas people who have slightly higher income, because Vancouver is such an expensive city and there's a lot of rich people living in Vancouver, they all own cars, so they don't take the buses. Yeah, you know they I mean? don't see that. Unless you're like a young urban, like a yuppie living downtown, you know, where a car you have, but you don't take the car to go around downtown, you know what yeah. I mean? So I agree. Yeah, it's like, I think it's not the safest place. And I'm always telling myself in my head, like, fuck this. Our public transportation is so ghetto at times, for yeah. sure. And like, yeah. Um, for me, I agree with him on the other spectrum where there is no social etiquette on the buses. People just don't, like, I don't understand why, how people don't understand how etiquette works on a shared public transportation mm-hmm. system like that. Like, the reason, like, another reason why today I had such an awful day is because the SkyTrains, which is, like, equivalent to, like, a subway, there was some issue and it, essentially there was major delays. So every time a SkyTrain came, it would be just filled with people you know, from Bridge and Tunnel people that are coming downtown to work. Yeah. So, that's fine. I get it. Like, the SkyTrains are packed. But what really pissed me off was that people were all condensed around the entrance, whereas everything around, outside the entrance, wasn't packed. So, I could have shoved my way in, but by the time everybody just, like, shoved themselves in to the center area where the opening is, I couldn't even get in because the door was closing already because I would have just shoved myself in and then gone to the open space. Yeah. And that happened four times. <gasps> and it was like minus four degrees today. Yeah, it was cold. So I was so fucking irritated that like we had public transportation, but people don't really have the common sense to be respectful that, yeah, move to the back, you know, spread yeah. out. Like, why does why do people have this sort of like me first selfish attitude when they're on the when they're on the bus or on the SkyTrain? Both. Even on the bus, like yeah. if you're sitting in a in a seat and you see an elderly person standing or somebody who's pregnant or somebody who who looks like they could really use a seat, then get, get the fuck up. Yeah, get the fuck up and give that person a seat. Yeah. I can't explain how many times I've seen people, ignorant little fucking people, like teenagers or yeah. just anybody mm-hmm. refusing to look up and they just stay on their phone. Like Remember I had to hit that guy's leg <laughs> yeah, once? I yeah. was so mad. Exactly. It's like so I agree with this guy that a, it's unsafe, and yeah. two, there's no social etiquette, and people are just fucking jerks on the bus. The other day, I saw this woman um, confront another woman yeah. to talk to her about etiquette. Yeah, it's like learn some fucking like. And then she kept saying that the other lady's like, "What did I do? What did I do? What did?" And she's all like, she's "So there's offended." A yeah. yeah, totally. And then after we all got off the bus, she was just like, "Bitch, I'm <laughs> And I saw it all happen. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> juicy, juicy. Just like get the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, anyways, that was the second topic. But I'm going to counter that with something great about our yeah. public transportation. Yeah. Is that it is so wheelchair and... Friendly. yeah, Handicap friendly. Exactly. Yeah. Very friendly. For and sure. I don't know if you heard um, about a woman who was taking the subway in New York. Yeah. And it's a third of New York subway stations yeah. have an elevator. Yeah. Um, this one she was going down to did not. Yeah. She tried to bring her stroller down and she fell down <gasps> the stairs and died. Oh my God. Yeah. No one helped her. That's insane. No one helped her go down the stairs. Her baby was fine. But she but died. she passed away. That's so fucked up. Isn't that fucked up? I think about that all the time. Since this is like last week, I found out. Are they going to do anything about it? Well, now there's been so much protest and like yeah, petitions to sure. like 
to like you need uh, to build. be accommodating. Like this is a public transportation. It's it for the mass. It is a very old city. Yeah, and it's very like complicated. For sure, Their subway yeah. system is what the whole thing is, yeah. and it's very costly. So I don't know what's going to happen. I've just been following it. That's crazy. It is so crazy. That's so fucked up. I gotta. Google the article if you want to read more about it. Yeah. But I think we should, yeah, I mean, definitely. Like he said, like, as much as I don't like the public transportation, yeah. I also love it at the same time. Yeah. Because it is like a very accommodating and it's, I can't remember what he said, but he said, yeah, he like, it wasn't like, it's not a bad thing all. Just, but, it's the people on yeah, it. Yeah, it's the people on it, essentially. They're so awful. Yeah. I don't even get to the mainland Chinese people again, but like sometimes <laughs> I just don't understand too. And maybe it's, it's like they have to watch out for themselves yeah, when they're in China. Exactly. And they can't get rid of that it's, mentality. Exactly. It's that cultural upbringing that they've had, you know, where that's just like they live, they grew up in communist time where you really have to fend for yourself, you know what I mean? Because yeah. in, in a moment, everything could get taken away. So when you have the opportunity, you seize it. But we're not living in mainland China. Yeah. We're not living in a cultural revolution. We're not communists. Like, don't be selfish because not only are you making yourself look like a fucking idiot, but you're making the people who are like you yeah. have a ruined reputation. And I'm included in that. Yeah. So, I, I hear you. Um, moving on to the last one. He said the homelessness, mental health, and like just douchebag people. Oh, he lumped those all. I feel like those are three different topics. In yeah. One. True. Okay. Well, let's. Well, he put in brackets jerks. So. Okay. So mental health, homelessness, definitely, as I mentioned before, yeah, we have. It's hard a, to see. We have a really bad problem going on here, and um, yeah. What do you think? Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, but is that a reason why you would hate living in Vancouver? I feel like we haven't quite got a handle on how no. to take care of them. Yeah. And I mean, we're trying to find alternative and like modern ways of doing it with like the whole, um, uh, the injection sites and stuff. Injection sites. But there's the, more housing. Yeah. I know we had a fentanyl problem and co-op housing and stuff, but yeah. it's not getting any, but I feel like if anything, it's getting worse. Cause everyone's moving. They're, People who are homeless in different provinces are heading this way. Yeah, because it's like more mild climate. It, exactly. Well, it's pretty cold. I mean, I, I, well, I, I can't even imagine. Is, yeah, yeah, but say Montreal. Yeah, it's worse. No yeah, for totally. sure. I will say I agree with him. And so I want to one-up him and be like, it's actually a reason why I hate living. Not one-up him, but just like... Okay, I just, I hate... It's starting to really get to me. And it's getting to the point where I'm, I, I went from like scared to desensitized to now like really fucking angry at them now you know what i mean like whereas i'm not sympathizing anymore in gas town yeah like it's all it's like crackhead central essentially but it's like i'm so fucking over these crackheads i just i feel like this is gonna make me sound like a total fucking douchebag jerk but like they ruin our city they're like this disease that just like festers and just ruins everything around them like the apartment building living in, they're like, they dig up all the fucking plants looking for crack. Yeah. And then they, and then on top of that, like, these people, I don't know who they are, maybe the shelters and stuff, they're giving them dogs to, like, be with and, like, for companionship or something like that. Oh, really? But the thing is, those dogs end up shitting all over the fucking sidewalks <gasps> and streets, and they don't even pick up after the goddamn dogs. So now, I never, I didn't realize it until last weekend when I was walking downtown, but I'm constantly looking down at the ground because I feel like I'm going to step in dog shit if I don't look. Because there's that much dog shit everywhere. Oh, no. I'm like... I'm in shock right now. It's crazy. It's like... I feel bad. Yeah, it's it's a terrible problem and we need to fix it. But what what are we doing right now? You know, like, what what? how should I be feeling right now about it? Like, it's not okay that the people are 
that these drug addicts are creating such a problem. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have... I was just going to add on to that, be like, you know, that elementary school across town? Yeah. They're having issues with not being able to play on their playgrounds because there's needles and shit. Yeah, exactly. in their parks. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, yeah, like, it sucks that we have this homeless mental health issue, but these drug addicts are now starting to have an effect on not only, like... Yeah, your livelihood. Everybody's livelihood, but you're not... They're not helping the situation. People are going to start getting angry. And I'm sure people are already angry. And what does that, what is that going to lead to? You know, know, violence? Who knows? You know what I mean? Maybe you'll be pissed off, pissed off enough that you'll start a thing. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Or I'll probably just move out of there, which is what I've actually started contemplating on is like where I would want to live next. And where do you want to live next? I was thinking like Kits or Olympic Village. That's a nice area. But yeah, um, we'll see. Anyways, that was my topic. I thought we should talk about it since we live in Vancouver. Yeah, you know? that's a really we, good. I feel like we could have done a whole podcast on totally on those three. I'm hoping that you know just bring this up and it also sparks you know the the conversation for our listeners as well, and they start thinking about okay, you know, do I hate living in Vancouver? Do I like living in Vancouver? Um, well, there's so many reasons to yeah, hate living here. It's totally. like everything's expensive. Yeah. Housing. Yeah. So blah blah. Anyways, next podcast we'll see why yeah. we love to live here. Exactly. All right, should we move on to some sweet and sours? Sweet and sours. Yes. yes. Okay, so let's start with the sour. Sour. Okay, you're going to hate this, but... Um, it's the library? It, well, it was something that happened at the library. Okay, whatever, And library. I feel like I should have said something. Yeah. This woman, we were doing it the baby time. Yeah. This woman had changed her kids' diapers. Yeah. And then left the diapers there. Oh, my God. And it was like... We all share this space. Yeah, totally. So I, I waited because I changed Issa's diaper there too. Yeah. Just like it was a P1. I just yeah, made yeah. her stand up. Yeah. She didn't lie down or anything. Yeah. I just changed her really quick. Right. Um, and then I threw the diaper in my bag to right. throw later. Yeah. And I watched her and she did it. So then I was like, okay. Then Issa was like crawling everywhere. Yeah. Um, and then I see the diapers were still there, but she wasn't there. <laughs> and I was pissed. And I was like, this is at the end of the baby time thing. Right. And I was telling my friend and she's yeah. like, that's so rude. And I'm like, it's so rude. I don't even know where she went. Yeah. So I kind of went to look for her uh, and then I couldn't find her. That's ridiculous. I should have said something then and there. Yeah. It's almost like people have this idea that's like, well, I don't own this place. I don't live here. So I don't think about it for myself. It's like that kind of disrespect for a shared space. Yeah. I hear you. It pissed me off. She left one close to a bed and then one where the kids were playing. That's so fucked up. So acknowledge you didn't want, she did it twice. There's two diapers. Oh, I'm still mad. I think about that woman. I don't know what she looked like, but her kid had squeaky shoes. Did you, um, what did you do with it? Did you? No, I didn't clean it up. I was waiting for her because I think her friend was still there, like in there. And I was waiting for them to clean it up. Would you have approached her in a confrontational way or would you have just been like, like, oh, be like, oh, you forgot your diapers. I would have said something like that. I'm like, oh, I just threw mine in um, one of the bins out there called Landfill. And I'd use this kind of voice. Hi, hi. Oh, you left that one out. Oh, there's another one near the toys. Yeah, Yeah, you left that one too, bitch. Goodbye. That's no. a definite sour. That's right a there, such for a sour. Sure. And I was like, never seen her again since then. Yeah. I don't even know I'd say anything afterwards. Yeah. Just keep, I'll just keep watching her until <laughs> she does it again and then like jump on her. I'm sorry to hear that. So that's my sour. I know you didn't want to mention the library, no, 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 but it was but like the person hey, in the library. Is a sour. I hear you. That was a sour. Yeah. What's your sour? My sour is the, um, the public transportation. Oh. So 
as I mentioned before, yeah. I was on the Sky Train. It was delayed over and over again. I guess what, branching off of my Vancouver topic, just what happened today and just how there's a lack of social etiquette. Like, move and make room for everybody else. Yeah. I agree. Sometimes I try to bring... I know a stroller is ginormous. Yeah. And I'm trying to get on a Sky Train. Yeah. I've waited, like, once five strollers and then a guy had to tell me if strollers five sky trains yeah. and the guy's just like just push in yeah so i'm like oh pardon me pardon me oh. <laughs> yeah. and i just like drove totally in. totally i just think today was the day of like bad transportation for me when i was waiting for the bus um heading away from work the bus was delayed mm. and then once again people just like stood around a fucking entrance yeah this guy's ass was right in my face because apparently he didn't want to move up to the back where there was more room and then on the SkyTrain, a guy was in a wheelchair and he was parked outside. He was parked at the opening, but he didn't tell anybody that he wasn't getting off. So then we all stood there waiting for him to get off. And he's like, I'm not getting off. <laughs> Until like the very end. So everybody just like fucking like ran and tried to get out while the doors were closing on them. Oh, no. And I get that he's in a wheelchair, but I feel like as somebody on a wheelchair blocking the entrance, you do have some kind of onus to be like, sorry. I can't get anywhere, but I'm not getting off at the stop ahead of time so that we're not all waiting there hoping that you get off. Yeah, that's right. I'm making the announcement now. Yeah. I'm getting off at Commercial Drive. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I just have to do it. It feels weird to do it. I feel nervous when I have to say it, but you're right. I tried. Yeah. Like, he needs to be vocal. Just, I think both of our sours are about humans being shitty people. So I just want to say. Well, then that guy was right. Brackets, jerks. Yeah. Don't be a shitty fucking person, okay? Don't be a jerk. It's Chinese New Year's. Gong Hei Fat Choi. Okay, what's your sweet? My sweet is, um, it's a show on Netflix. Yeah. No, sorry, it's a show on Amazon Prime. What's it called? It's called um, Forever. I saw it! Did you? Yeah. Oh, bravo, it's so good. <laughs> we can we can talk about it I after. enjoyed it. It was fun, right? It was it, fun. It was like weird humor, kind of funny, kind of dark. dark. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure where it was going, and then... Yeah. Um, I thought it was going to be stupid. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed like, it. I'm just going to keep watching it. Yeah. Maya Rudolph and Fred Armisen. You can't go wrong. A married couple. Suburban life. Just yeah. think about it that. It's a good one. Check it out if there you There was like access. a Vancouver shout out in that one too. Oh Remember? yeah, that's right. Yeah. The the mountains. Yeah. Yeah. Jabadog. Represent. That's the only yeah. spoiler I'm going to give you. Yeah. Okay. So my suite is more recommendation. This February 10th, so Sunday, um, there's going to be a, like a Chinese New Year's festival thing going on to mark the end of the new years in chinatown oh yeah and on top of that if you're young and hip uh there's gonna be like a fortune soundcloud is opening it up for like this feast where you can go there and get like lots of tasty food is it like they did last year the get lucky yeah it's the get lucky thing it's like that but it's called something else now but dixon lee was posting on instagram so check it out there's definitely one thing that i want to eat there it's like this gigantic mochi with like red bean and a big strawberry inside so if you're not doing anything on Sunday, and I hope they get it out by then, check out the Chinatown Market or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. It's in my calendar. On, do it. It's on Pender Street at Fortress SoundCloud. Aw, we went last year. I was yeah. pregnant then. Yeah. <gasps> Memories. All right. I guess that marks the end of episode 25. It does. It does. Um, I'm not going to play the drum. Yeah, you don't have to play the drum. <laughs> okay. You okay, need the so, drum. Okay, um, so... I'll just clap my hands then. Okay. Yellow packaging, yellow packaging, episode 25, Colton Hates the Drum. Yes. Um, rate and review us on iTunes and follow us on Instagram at yellow packaging 604. 604, yellow packaging 604. 
バイバイ